Vinyl Analysis presents the Knights of the Rock Table. It is a live record store day recording at Craft and Vinyl, West 5th Avenue, uh, here in Grandview. I want to thank the owner, Troy Stacy, for having us again. We will talk to him here in just a few. But uh, as always, uh, I'm going to introduce first. He is the Nikolai to my Tesla, <laughs> producer Greg Hansberry. Hey, happy holidays. Happy it's record, record store, store day. day. Yes. Man. You're. Hey, tell us about your purchase before we even meet everybody. You kind of made a big purchase. Yeah, you might not even be able I blew to go my home. I blew my record um, buying money uh, on uh, on the turntable. I got a new turntable. But so don't I'm just say out. a turntable. You got yeah. a you I got, this I got giant a stereo. thing, I got a stereo. and oh, it's, it's awesome. really going to yeah, threaten your rad. marriage now. Yeah, it's, my wife. She's pissed. not happy. It's huge, and it That's costs great. way too much money. That's awesome. It's like I, buying I her a blender for her birthday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so Greg, I kind of hipped everybody here to what we're going to do. We got the Knights of the Rock table assembled, uh, and we'll get to this later. But it's going to be the first ever Knights of the Rock table draft. Yeah. We'll explain it's the rules like, yeah, and like everything a, and all like that a, good a fantasy stuff. football draft. It's exactly what it is, but with rock stars. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm worried about Kevin and who he's drafting, but that goes hey, without saying. So, uh, shall we? Uh, shall we meet the Knights of the Rock Let's table? Let's do it. There he is, the drummer for Def Leppard only has one arm, and so does he, Lord of the Thighs, Kevin Young. Say hello to everybody, Kevin. Hello. Thank you all for coming. Lord Pretty Boy of the Floyd. He's pretty in real life and on paper. Doug Blessing. Oh, my God. That's you. Oh, my God. Thank you, sir. Papa Hansberry, did you write write this with him? (laughs) On the way over. And at no point you didn't say that doesn't sound like a good idea, Greg. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, sir enough. Ace of Freely, hey, what's the up, one, guys? the only what's Arch Madness. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up what's and up? I am your uh, humble moderator, Duke Blackmore of Purple Deep. Yes. I love that. I love that. That one. is one great. Only. So we're gonna start off the show. This is what we usually start off. It's a segment that we call "What's on Your Table." What's on your table? So here's the deal. What's on your table? It is what you are listening to currently. It can be old. It can be new. But it's what you're jamming on right now. Who's going to go first, Greg? We're going to start at the end of the table. Lord of the Thighs, Kevin Young. What's oh, on your hey, table? Oh, hey, all right. What's hey, on your table, Kev? Guys, I hope I'm not stealing anyone's thunder, but L.A. Guns, The Devil You Know. Great record. Oh, my Great God. Record. And there's so much good music that's come out in the last couple of months. You know, for any asswipe to say rock and roll is dead, pull your head out of the sand. Leave Gene Simmons out of this. Nah, right? I'll get to him in a little while. Quote. But yeah, but no, The Devil You Know from L.A. Guns is what I've been killing on uh, mostly. Going High is my favorite track, dude. Who's, who, uh, who else happens, uh, to, that happens to be see, their I favorite think, songs? I think it was uh, Tracy Guns. The guy in that. the band. Yeah, yeah Tracy Guns. picked that for his favorite track. Yeah. You guys but also another album I've been digging on, um, Burning Rain. Doug Aldrich, Mark St. John, all those cats, man. You guys check that stuff out. It's good stuff. Great rock and roll. You always turn us on to some cool stuff. Well, I try to. Yeah, well. I only got one arm, so I'm limited. (laughs) That's right. So he's turning it on with one hand. (laughs) (laughs) Have his, like, his uh, activities are... Be careful. Let's let's learn our audience first. I haven't said shh. Shit yet, and I'm Lord. trying to figure out if everybody's cool with this. Lord yeah, Pretty Boy okay. of the Floyd, hit us to what's on your table, man. All right, well, uh, Kevin actually, as you mentioned, Burning Rain was a band he turned us on to several months back when they their first single came out, and uh, now the full album is out, and it is awesome. It is awesome. It is, it is definitely some great rock and roll. Um, I've also been going down, as you guys know, we all like to do the YouTube rabbit hole. Oh, uh, stumbled it. on a band. Uh, I, I'm assuming that they're LA because all their stuff is there in LA. But it's a band. I'm. A, I think you pronounce it Exocet. It's E X X O C E T, um, and they sound like the cheesiest rock and roll bands that I love from the '80s. Uh, they have a video <laughs> for a song called "Party Tonight." Yes, it was filmed around a swimming pool. That was hilarious. And uh, it's so cheesy. It's a great video. Though, it's right? a catchy a song. And, uh, and I mentioned uh, during uh, our fall podcast that I couldn't wait for the weather to warm back up so I could jam the uh, Miles Kennedy with Slash album and crank the song Driving Rain with yes. the windows down. And I was able to do that on Thursday. Yes. And it felt really uh, good. How to just, treat you. Just like you. I imagined. Going south on mm. 315. So, uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm putting together a little summer, summer playlist of some of these tunes that we've been digging on and then a few of the other tunes by some of these bands we've talked about the last six months. So our next episode, uh, I'll, I'll have a little little more detail on some of these cool bands that we just keep all stumbling across because they all have some great tunes and and all these records are awesome that they're, they're talking about uh, i had uh, the la guns has been on my table yeah. as well kevin and, and i'll say this about bands from that era and the music they're putting out right now 
I think Tracy and Phil from L.A. Guns are like they're, they're the top of the food chain when it comes to, to it's like bands. They've come full circle, you know. The, these last two records, right? These last two records yeah, have been uh, as good as anything they did in you know in the in the late '80s, from '87 to '89. There, when they were putting out those you know the records, the first two anyway, L.A. Guns and Cocked and Loaded. But the, that new record is absolutely phenomenal. But what's on my table? Uh, and this one's a little bit of a lightning rod. <laughs> pun, pun intended, mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's it's the new Tesla. Uh, this 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 record's catching. It's about fifty fifty though, and I hear Troy was kind of I'm yadding too, bro. But this is catching a little bit of heat, and, and the reason is Phil Collin of Def Leppard produced this album, and boy did he Def Leppard it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it is basically Tesla through the eyes and ears of, of Def Leppard. But it, it does. It is a different sound. It is a different sound. And I think Troy Laquetta, the drummer, you lose a little bit of him because you're going to get the, the more yeah. of the samples and the, those drum machines. Uh, you're going to lose the guitars a little bit, a little bit. You don't get the solos. There's not as much emphasis on the solos that, that Frank Cannon. And I think and that's guys, where it's most noticeable. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So the way I've started this out basically makes it sound like I think it's shit. Right. But I, I don't. I think yeah. there's, a, there's a handful of really good songs in here. And I'll tell you why. Uh, it's their singer, Jeff Keith. And he sounds so good. There's a couple songs on here. Shock, the title track. And then one of my favorites is a, is a, is a song called The Mission that actually the, the guitarist Dave Rude and Phil Collin wrote. But I really, really like it. And I think Jeff's got some uh, great moments, the singer, on this record. And I'll discuss him later, maybe. <laughs> little window into my draft. But uh, he sounds really, really good. And we're talking about a cat that's in his 60s right now and, and sounds... Sounds really, really good. He's been able to kind of either find himself again or not damage himself here in the last 20 years. And their material is not for the weak or the faint of heart either. When you no. when you go back in that Tesla catalog. So. It is, and it is. And I get it. If you're going to listen to this immediately following Mechanical Resonance, you're going to be like, eh, right. eh not my thing. Mm-hmm. But if, if you appreciate the musicianship and you appreciate what Jeff Keith and, and how he kind of rates with the whole uh, singers from that era. I think I think this is a good record. I think it's a definite, you should get it. And like I said, I, I like the opening track, You Won't Take Me Alive, Shock, uh, The Mission Is My Favorite. And uh, there's also another cool song, California Summer Song. And you're talking about driving. Uh, that might be one of those songs you, you might want to check out, Doug, because I, I think it's a good driving song with the windows down. All right. There you go. What about you? Well, we talk about it all the time. I grew up in the 90s with just terrible music. You sure know, I had did. the Backstreet Boys to look forward to. Late uh, 90s, late 90s. Yeah, yeah, late yeah, 90s. yeah. So, uh, but, uh, but the cool thing about this generation You're of breaking me, these girls' sorry. hearts over here. <laughs> You're absolutely Quit playing games with uh, my heart. Don't be talking about, uh, you know, Bass or Joey Fatone or I don't, <laughs> well, even, I don't even know who those people are. I'm, right, I'm not even going to touch I'm sorry, that. I'm sorry. I don't even know who the... It's the wrong band. Blast I don't know. That's, what, well, that's a good thing. That's a good thing I don't know. It is. Well, the positive thing for our generation is that we could look back and discover people who have been around, who have like entire discographies out there that you might not have even ever heard of. And one of these dudes, Tommy Bolin. Yes. So uh, this name kept popping up and stuff I was digging on. Mm -hmm. And finally, I'm like, who the hell is this Tommy Bolin guy? And I I asked you guys, I go, hit me to him. And Archie says, come taste the band. Come taste the band, Deep Purple. So after Blackmore left Deep Purple, this kid, Tommy Bolin, steps in. And he is uh, can get those heavy riffs just as bad as as uh, as Blackmore did. And a lot of his stuff, I mean, you're just now we're, we're able to get the Tommy Bolin stuff. I mean, you just had to kind of pull from Come Taste a Band, and you a lot you of live. Would, you would get some some rare tracks mm-hmm. every once in a while, but his stuff hasn't really come out in in mass quantity. Right. And now we're starting to we're get starting that. To see it. People are starting to see the genius of Tommy Bolin. It, his well, life was cut super short, uh, drug addict, and the, the story. Anyway, it's. I'm sorry, I don't want to step on. No, no, you're good. You're good because I, yeah, you you hit me to all that. Yeah, he, you know, rode the horse a little too hard. You know, yes, he did. But that's a great find, though, brother. Um, Yes, it is. So, but he also uh, he also played guitar for uh, the James Gang after Joe Walsh left. So this this is a dude that can hang with with Deep Purple, Joe Walsh, and his solo first uh, debut solo record is Teaser. I don't know if you guys are hip to it. It's on the Spotify. Actually, Motley Crue did a cover of that on the Decade of Decadence album. It's so good. Every song sounds completely different. You got T-Rex, you got Jeff Beck, you got David Gilmore, you got Rolling Stones, you got like these world stuff. Every track is completely different. Every track is amazing. His just man, his 
shredding. And he was recording this record in America, and he was flying over to Germany to record oh, with wow. Deep Purple at the same time. Oh, that's so cool, Greg. Uh, anyway, cool. but it's like we're saying, it's cool because all this deep stuff's coming out, yeah, and nice. I can find it all on Spotify. But but the artist that he's replacing, I mean, it takes muy cojones. It takes to it. Well, yeah. you know, and and as and as Papa Hansberry knows from listening to this, and we are on the we're on the same page here. Uh, Richie Blackmore is at the top of the food chain when it comes to guitar players, and I've told you, the older I get, I realize he's absolutely the goat. Yeah. Um, but for, for Tommy <laughs> Boland to come in and, and, and do that... It's so good. But, I mean, these, tracks, yeah. these tracks are so good. Like, yeah. amazing. That's anyway. cool, man. And I want to borrow some of those. I want to borrow some of those. I want to kind of... I want to borrow your vinyl when you're, when you're picking up these Tommy Bolands because, like I said, this is stuff that we never got to hear unless you were in the tape trading... Because right. guys were, were, were getting the Tommy Bolin stuff. So it's kind of cool now to uh, for people to discover him. And I hope a whole new uh, generation does discover Tommy Bolin. That's awesome, Hansberry. Let's Is say it, hi to our, uh, our oh, buddies yeah. over here at C-Spot. Right on, right on. So now, can we have a representative? Uh, we, we notice there's some... There's some C, C, C side. Yeah, careful. So, uh, yeah... Don't rush the stage. Yeah. <laughs> you're about, you're about, look at Doug's wife is like, you're about three or four letters off, Hansberry. Yeah. And That's you're why never going to find it. I'm not going to find it. you're never going to find it. Right? There are ladies present, Archie. So, yeah. So, so now talk to us. What, tell us who you are. Give us the proper name and what you guys do. I kind of know the story and it's super cool. So, tell, tell our listeners what, what's up. Oh, hi. I'm Kaylin French. Um, I'm currently a second year student at Grooveview. It's like a music industry entrepreneurship college um, up in Dublin. Um, this is basically our capstone project. Um, we wanted to kind of show off the special camaraderie that uh, Columbus's music community has. So, we had Columbus bands come in and record covers of other Columbus bands to kind of show like that friendliness. Oh, cool. Um, and it's a YouTube series. So each episode has the band performing as well as a small interview to help you get to know them better. And then all of the songs we mixed, mastered, pressed on the vinyl. So oh, that's great. awesome. How cool is that? What a great, what a great premise. What a, what a really cool idea. And did I hear you, you said Groove You? Mm-hmm. That's kind of that's kind of bad. Oh, yeah, and like every I, I should have went there. I probably could have. Think I could have. I probably couldn't even have <laughs> gotten every a single you. song is like. Do they a, have a community college? <laughs> Groove you community college. Yeah. Each that's one is like a different genre. So if you like rock, we have like Zoo Trippin. If you like funk, we have Mr. Anderson. If you like pop, we have '90s Kids. Like we have Americana, Sarah Hudson. Like there's a huge variety. So like you can hear the different types of music that come out of the city. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And you guys are spreading the word about local music, and I think that's even that's even better than yeah. than that. So round of applause. Nicely done. How about that? All right. I think it's about time. It is time for the first ever Knights of the Rock Table Draft. Drum roll. There it is. So here's the deal, gang. Let me give you the the, kind of the rules and what we're thinking. We picked an order, and guess who won the uh, the first draft? The first pick of the first ever Knights of the Rock Table Draft. That would be Sir Ace of Fraley. Um, So what we'll do... We're going to pick an artist, and, and excuse me for my voice. I mean, dude, hey, I had a rough night. <laughs> so here's the deal. You say who the artist is, and you give the era. So you give the years or the era that they were at their zenith, or your favorite. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe you're a Van Halen 3 guy, and that was your favorite era. Not you, Doug, but I'm just saying. I just happened to <laughs> look at you and stare at you when I said that. <laughs> so make your, make your pick. Tell us uh, a story why you picked them, but also make sure that you share with the audience uh, what the era was. So at the end of the draft, at the end of the draft, we'll have you, the audience, decide what band you would like to see. They can be living or dead as well. Thank goodness. Living or dead, Tommy Bolin. So uh, we'll, we'll judge at the end. We, I know we have some, uh, some local musicians in, in the house as well. We're going to have them kind of uh, one, you know, kind of, I was going to say one eye our list. That's not, <laughs> God, know your audience, Come Archie. On. Know your audience. All right, so with the first pick, are you the commissioner? We're not going to say we that every time. With the Should first we boo pick? him? Yeah, like I'm going to come on out. Everybody has to boo me. Okay. Go ahead, Archie. So with the first pick of the Knights of the Rock Table draft, Sir Ace of Fraley drafts Ace Fraley. Okay, so here's the deal. And I'm going to go with 1976 
and 77 Ace Fraley. I'm nice. looking at you, Michael Hannon. Yeah. This is when I got into the band. So this is Destroyer, the first record I ever heard by Kiss. Love Gun, Kiss Alive 2. And I'm sorry, and I always apologize to the Kiss Alive fans out there. Uh, those are the guys that are probably about 10 years older than me, and they love their Kiss Alive, but I'm a Kiss Alive 2 baby. And this was the ace that I loved. This was the ace that had that swagger. I had two heroes, and this is well documented on this podcast. I had two heroes growing up in the late 70s, Ace Fraley and Evil Knievel. And, and they were like the biggest heroes. I was, if Ace Fraley, right? If Ace Fraley would have came to Kings Island to jump some trucks, <laughs> he probably made did. my dad drive me to Kings Island to see Ace Fraley uh, jump some trucks. So he right. is my first pick. And I want to have that swagger for my band. I want that, and that's why I that picked New York groove, 1976 baby. to 1977. You like how I did that? Uh, he's just one Back. of my. He is. He's still my all-time favorite guitar player. And for you young people that are just here, I was lucky enough one time uh, to interview Ace Frehley, had him put his eye makeup on my arm, and I went out into Pearl Alley and had it tattooed onto my arm. So good luck with your picks. All right, there we go. <laughs> I've got. <laughs> sorry, guys. I've got Ace Fraley. Ace is off the board. Okay? Yes, and you knew that. I know, I know you're. Uh, you knew. All that. right, Troy, you're up, buddy. You got uh, our second pick. Here, come up here and talk into the mic here, so we can get you on tape. Uh, Troy Stacy, everybody. Troy Stacy. Craft and vinyl. This so you know me, uh, Sir Zilja, and I'm going to start with the rhythm section, and I think the core of every rhythm section is a fantastic drummer. Not just because I'm a drummer, but. Um, my pick is Eric Carr. Oh, oh yeah. dude! Uh, nice. He was he was on my he was on my list as well, guys. Can we say that? Can we kind of do that and talk yeah, about? Man. So why why did so you? So I did, stole your guy? No, 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 not at all. Oh, okay. But he was he was definitely a guy that uh, especially for you're you're in our yeah, age man. group, man. So yeah. you know what he meant to Kiss. Yeah. Uh, talk to us. Why 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 Eric? Um, gosh, man, I, I think when I first got turned on to Kiss, uh, it was in the MTV era. Yeah. And to see those guys do Lick It Up on MTV, man, and Eric Carr, who I think is one of the coolest guys that was ever in the game, um, I just always loved him. His, the way he could slide in and out of a pocket, his groove, his style, his look, uh, just the, and he put on a hell of a show. One of the, I, we've talked a about showman, this on the yeah. show. One of the best drummers from that era. Yeah, uh, hands down was 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 Eric Carr. Agreed. Taken way too soon, you know. And when everybody was kind of bitching about going to see Kiss here in this, uh, the you know the last hurrah for Kiss. Right, right. Um, you I mean, know the sold out shows. Yeah. that everyone's bitching about. Well, yeah. Well, we're not. I mean, it's right. it's basically you know Eddie Trunk and a handful of other guys. <laughs> but I'm, I'm my mostly thing Eddie is, Trunk. Yeah. Yeah. But my thing is, I, I wonder if Eric was alive. I don't think there's a Kiss fan around that would have bitched that that Peter Chris wasn't involved no. if Eric Carr was still doing to it. To me, Trust he's me, like Singer my generation's Ringo Starr. I mean, that's what Eric wow. Carr was to me. Wow, and still dude. is. Right I, on, I love man. him. That's a great so, pick. Yeah. That's a great pick. So who's up next? Oh, we have Lord Pretty Boy. That's you, Douglas. That would be me. So uh, Yes, sir. This one was uh, my first pick is one I wanted to make sure I got in before someone else swiped this guy. Or maybe you guys didn't want to uh, grab this guy. But um, my, uh, my love affair with uh, this genre of rock and roll started with Kiss as well, but then quickly developed into a, uh, a band that came out in uh, the late 70s by the name of Van Halen. And uh, the guitar player that was on my walls growing up and still remains one of the best players Damn in the right. world, although it's a shame and a crime that he is not currently touring and maybe will never tour again. We'll never know. I blame Sammy Hagar. My first pick blame is Nicky Eddie Six. Van Halen on guitar. Right on, Cat. Yes. Oh, excuse me, Doug. That is awesome. <laughs> Eddie's off the board. More, more on Eddie, though. Is there a guitarist? Oh, I didn't say the era. I beg your pardon. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go oh, with... Uh, yeah. Uh, Come on, Doug. Don't you dare. No, I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go like Fair Warning Era. Like, Ooh, uh, yeah, like Women and Children First, Fair Warning Era. Angry I'm Eddie. I'm yeah. Good. yeah. I'm good. I'm so good early, with that. Early 80s. I'm going to go see your band right now. Okay. Well, This one brings <laughs> up a little Eddie. point. It's kind of maybe a rhetorical question, but when you pick someone iconic, like that has an iconic sound, now your band, you know, you're kind of shaping the sound of your. We know what your imaginary sound like now. Yeah, you're you're a little limited there okay. as far. We're not saying. limited, and no no one has ever come close to matching Eddie's tone, and uh, and his style is is it's 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 revolutionary. It's uh, he is yeah. one of the most respected musicians of the genre, and not very many guys out of that era 
gained the respect that they deserve, but he definitely uh, earned it. So. And, and you kind of hit on it, Doug, and it's, it's just heartbreaking. I mean, the dude's battled cancer and had so many. The, the issues are, are, are endless. I mean, you could list them. But he's alive, and mm-hmm. he's not making music. And it just, you know, and with all these guys and gals dropping off, you know, and, and you think about it, and we, we, we talk about it off the mic more than we do on the mic, but it's going to be coming to the end here pretty soon. Yeah. We're really going to, it's, it's going to come in bunches, and it's going to be horrible. It's going to be super, super, that's going to be a dark day for rock and roll, and yeah. we know it's coming. Yeah. And I just wish Eddie would make music, man. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even care in, in what regards. I just want him yeah, to make music. I just want to see him again. So. All right, so, with yeah. the last pick of the first round... Lord of the Thighs oh, selects. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. No pressure. I'm going to start off with a rhythm guitar. Mm, you didn't interesting. Pick a drummer? I'm, I'm going to start with rhythm guitar because wow. I want to get the best fucking rhythm guitarist that ever picked up and recorded in rock and roll, Angus Young. There he is. Wow. And how excited are we that they are going to be making new music? Yes. Using Malcolm's, the late Malcolm Young's uh, guitar. And riffs. I didn't go Malcolm. Just because you're going with the lead right now. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Angus, man. I mean, yeah. and it's not back in black. It's before back in black. What era are we talking? Yeah, I'm talking dirty deeds. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Fair enough. All right. Here we go. Beginning round two. Arch, what do you got? All right. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go to the bass. I'm gonna pick a bass player Ooh. right now. Ooh. And uh, th- yeah, big shocker, guys. I'm picking Pete Way. There you go. Okay. There it is. Nice. Picking Pete Way. You knew it was coming. Uh, you knew it was coming. Yeah. Uh, 77 through 82. And I know a lot of my UFO buddies are probably like, you know, why, why aren't you going earlier than that? I love this UFO kick that you're on, man. It's, well, well, here's the it's thing. Awesome. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And it's almost like with, uh, with Blackmore. You know, when I was growing up, I was always into Lights Out. But the older I get and the more uh, I... Have I told you guys the story? Yes. I'm going to tell you again. <laughs> the late, great Joe Show, one of the best radio personalities ever in, mm-hmm. in Columbus, and, and to Joe, right? Cheers. Right there, yes. right there, right there. So <clears throat> I was an intern at QFM 96 uh, with the morning show. I had a chance to shadow Joe Show in the afternoon, and I will never forget this. He put me uh, over by the phones and had me answer the phones. And the hotline was ringing because I saw the light kind of going off and stuff. I was like, ooh. And I, I go, that's probably a boss or something. <laughs> Joe, you might want to take that. If you know Joe, he's like, Archie, do it. Answer it. Yeah. So I was like, uh, yeah, hello, hotline. I didn't even know how to answer it, right? <laughs> hello? And I hear this voice. He goes, hey, uh, is, uh, is this Pete Way? Is, is Joe there? <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? That is, that's Pete Way. And I was like, Pete Way? And he goes, yeah, is Joe there? And I was like, hold on just a second. And I'm like, Joe Show knows Pete Way. And he just like calls Joe on a whim. But anybody that knows Pete, he had a new uh, venture that he was pushing at that time, living in Columbus. Kind of a dark time for Pete. But uh, I, and then I was like, oh, my God, Joe is hanging with Pete Way. So for like the rest of our friendship, for the next 20-some years, Joe would call me, uh, especially if he's drinking, and pretend he was Pete Way. And he'd be like, he'd be like hey, Archie, how you doing? I'm a, I'm going down to Brazil with Shanker. And he would do all this thing. And it was, it was awesome. So anyway, uh, I'm going to pick 1977 through 82. It's lights out uh, yes. until he left UFO the first time. Until he left UFO the first time. Especially those years without Shanker. And here's something that I, I, t- I try to tell you guys all the time. And I know Michael Hannon is in the house. And he'll back me up on this. Pete's songwriting was on point at this point in his life. I said point twice. No musician, no musician in hard rock or heavy metal has had their style jacked more than Pete. He is just an amazing artist, and he's another one of those cats lived super hard. When Ozzy says, you're the craziest man on the planet. You've arrived. That that says something about where you are and what you've been able to to, it's, it's amazing that Pete's alive, and that's another one of those ones. And that, I think that's why I'm kind of really uh, just entrenching myself in everything that Pete's done, whether it's UFO or Wasted. I mean, the stuff he did with Phil, the stuff he's done with Shanker. I'm just taking it all in because I know one day Pete's not going to be here, 
And I, I just, I'm trying to take it all in while he's around. Pete Way is my bassist. There you go. You got a rhythm section Great. brewing there. All right, Troy, you're up. Round two, right, selection so two. He's still building on his rhythm uh, section. Here he goes. Here he comes, ladies and gentlemen. Weird, he's fucking here, but, uh, so, uh, it's Michael Hannon. What? Right. Uh, Michael Hannon. All right. Check that Made out. Made the draft. And it rests well, Get over right here. Right. Get over here on Mike. Hop get over on the mic. Right yeah, and Michael Hannon is in the house. It's right there. Uh, salty dog, Literally American right dog, there. did some time with Dangerous Toys, one of my favorite bands from the era. Love Jason McMaster. Yeah, but go awesome. ahead and tell us, Troy, what, what's, uh, why did you pick Michael Hannon? I guarantee well, it's not Well, first of all, I, I love there. the guy. I love his energy. Um, uh, I loved him from the salty dog era because that's when the, the Sunset Strip first landed on my radar. I loved him in Dangerous Toys. I loved him in the band Hilljack and American Dog. And that guy can play the shit out of a bass guitar. All right, And um, because of the way I think, I'm building my fantasy band rhythmically from the ground Look up. That. And I couldn't think of a better fucking bass And a local boy. Yeah, a local boy. And, that away. And we talk about iconic things that go on in that era. The bass line to come along is one of those, Michael. And uh, thank you for that, brother. So... That's a great pick. That's, That's a so great funny, pick. man, and he walked in the door My today. Goodness. I know, right? I want to see like your you band, too. <laughs> All right, cruising along, Lord Pretty Boy. What do you got? Round two. I'm going to go with drums here. Okay. Um, and I'm going to go to um, Speak of the Devil era Ozzy and take Mr. Tommy Aldridge on the drums. Wow. Now, yeah. If, if you guys have seen Tommy, I mean, he's played with a handful of bands. I've seen him play with Ozzy. I've seen him play with Ted Nugent. And last year we saw him play with Whitesnake. Oh. And uh, he's timeless. He's ageless. And the guy can play the hell out of the drums. And I also like a drummer that's a bit of a showman. And Tommy Aldridge does the solo where he plays the drums yeah. with his hands. You know what I'm talking about, Michael? My pop says he, and, uh, he used to play with the Nuge, too. Yeah. 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 I say I saw him play with Nugent uh, when Nugent But Tommy Aldridge, to be yeah. honest, I mean, when you see him, it's like the old Fletch joke, you know, 5'6", five, 5'9", <laughs> five, with the afro. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's legendary. But he is hair. a beast on those drums, and he hits him with everything he's worth. And he's I love awesome. his style uh, when he does the solos with his bare hands. Great to pick, this day, dog. he's got to be 70, 71 years old, and he still beats the hell out of him. Is he Oh, he's up he's there. Hannon, how old is he? Up there, Aldrich. Man. I mean, he's he's up there. He's got to be. Well, oh, absolutely. 70, so absolutely. You know, Tommy Aldridge is every absolutely. bit as old as Ozzy. Yeah. Yeah. And just recorded the new White Snake album. I mean, yeah, there. Yeah. There you go. Yes, that's yes. right. Black Oak Arkansas. Black Oak Arkansas. Yep. <sighs> Who has done a Tommy uh, Bolin cover uh, yes. <laughs> tribute? It's okay. It's I'm okay. And it comes if, full if I bring circle. everything back to UFO, <laughs> and you're allowed Bolin. to bring it back to Tommy Bolin. So that "Speak of the Devil" album, Ozzy, uh, is a great live album. It kind of overlooked in Ozzy's catalog, but it was recorded uh, at the Ritz in New York, and it was Ozzy like his assemblance of a band after Randy Rhodes passed, and they sure. recorded uh, a lot of the songs on there are Sabbath. Ozzy doing Sabbath songs. I think actually the it's all Sabbath songs. If I remember so he held the, held the group together. So it was like Ozzie Brad out. Gillis was on guitar, Rudy Sarzo on the bass, Tommy Aldridge on the drums. It's a crazy mishmash in Ozzy's It's career. an okay band if you can get yeah, them together. Yeah, if you can get right. those guys out of the house, they're all okay. You know. <laughs> so so last year when uh, Night Ranger was in Pickerington mm -hmm. and, and Kevin's band opened up for him, uh, we 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 went back, got our picture taken with Night Ranger. And and Brad's there, and this was this was I was I might as well have been Chris Farley at that moment. <laughs> so I walk up, and I was like, I swear to God, this is what I said to him. Wait, do you hear his answer? It was crushing. It was it made me feel like just a piece of shit. But anyway, so I go, I was like, Hey, Brad, man, I go, Speak the Devil was a huge record for me. And he goes, Me too, man. <laughs> wow. wow! Yeah, he was he was nice. being funny about it. Yeah. But it was like it was like yeah, kind of kind of got my career going too, dumbass. So that was that was the way he presented it to me. Once uh, upon a time. Oh no, kidding, man! <laughs> Lord of the Thighs, what do you got? Round two. Hey, I'll go with the drummer on this one, and and I'm very torn, but I gotta go with John Henry Bonham, Led Zeppelin. There he the is. Wow. Because that was the first that that was my introduction to Led Zeppelin as a young lad. And man, when I heard rock and roll, it was all over with. Yep. You know, and then going back and rediscovering, like we talk about so much, you know, the earlier Zeppelin, oh my God, you know, and then, and what would have happened, you know, if he hadn't passed when he did? Mm -hmm. What's know, the what deal with could, his sound, though, Kev? I mean, it's, it's, there's, 
It was the you way cannot you shit be duplicated as hard as it could. No, but no, <laughs> no. But there was it was um, it was just, just like when it was Mike, thicker than most. It was it's like when most. Michael picks up the bass guitar, it sounds different than when it just Derek picks different. up the bass guitar. It, the the vocals, you know, the drums sound different when you sit down behind them. If Troy and I sat down behind the same exact drum kit, it would sound different for mm-hmm. some reason when he plays than when I play. And I'm not talking about uh, your your level or your ability. I'm talking about the quality of sound that comes out of the instrument. Does it's it, crazy. Does it, does it apply? Because um, I always have this conversation with uh, Justin Young from uh, Black Coffee, yep. and I'm always like tone, 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 monster, tone. Man. And he goes, he goes, he goes, yeah, tone's good, Arch, but it, it's 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 maybe 10% tone, but it's 90% feel. There you if, go. If you can have anybody can it can duplicate the tone, but if you if you don't have that feel, that's and I why just, they call Clapton slow hand. No one picks up one of his guitars and it doesn't sound like it Clapton just playing. Yeah. You know, yeah, it is man. feel. It's feel. You went with bottom. I waited. That's awesome. I waited All right. for drummers. Yep. I didn't pick one because of you, <laughs> and I didn't pick a singer because of you. So you better can pick a singer quick, Doug, because <laughs> I got a I got a I got some things going on. So here. for the record, I, this is the first one I would have had Bonham in my draft. Thank uh, you. Yeah, and uh, we were listening. Pops and I were listening to uh, "Since I've Been Loving You" last oh, night. I got yeah. it on my new fancy stereo that my wife hates me for. You hear yeah. the squeak? And, uh, you, you can know, hear the you think, squeak in the in the in the bass drum pedal. Oh, you can. Yeah, All right, well, I'll turn it up to eleven later. And from, oh yeah, that's but a, that's it's, it's, it's such a guitar song. But we were talking last night. Just his. Feel. So Why don't you put something on for her tonight? You know, that's what I would do. Sweetie, what do you want? You want some Gino Vanelli? Nothing else matters. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> uh, Sir Ace, round three. Here we go. All right, here we go, gang. Um, I'm still going to hold off on, on drummer and, and singer. I, I'm waiting right. towards the end of the draft. I just kind of... I. There's a particular drummer that I want, and I just don't want to go down that road. But I'm going to go with my rhythm guitar player. Uh, thought about Malcolm. Right, I thought about Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the best. Malcolm Young is the greatest rhythm guitar player ever, and and that we don't even argue over that. No one argues over that. I'm gonna go with a cat, and this album, especially for Gen Xers, um, we we've discussed where on the show where um, a lot of people think that Nirvana and the whole Seattle grunge scene killed the the hair movement. That's not exactly the case. Uh, I'm going to pick a cat by the name of Izzy Stradlin. Okay? Mm. Yes. I'm going to take Izzy Stradlin. Everybody. But I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with 85 through 87. That's good. And the reason I'm doing that, and I've, I've, I've tried to read a lot about Izzy. I'm, I'm fascinated by this cat because he just disappeared. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had the Juju Hounds, and that was a great record. Mm-hmm. I mean, who did, that's a great record. Yeah, yep. But I, I try, I'm trying to figure this guy out. Uh, this is when Appetite, this, these dates that I'm giving you, the era, 1985 through 87, this is when Appetite for Destruction, Appetite for Destruction was, uh, pick any generation's album, pick any generation's album, that was ours, that was Gen X's. Uh, you, you can go with the Neverminds, and yeah, we were a part of that, but what we were taking in at the time as teenagers was Appetite for Destruction. Uh, this was being written then recorded in that time frame from 85 to 87. Uh, Izzy was a major songwriter for that record, and that's why I can only imagine having Izzy and Pete Way. Uh, Ace is drunk. He's probably not going to show up to practice. Right. He's not going to be there. But, but, but he'll but, be at the gigs. Having, be at Pete the Way, gigs. having Pete Way and Izzy Stradlin working together and creating a, a music that I can't even wrap my mind around how good that would be, uh, whether it's a part. You know what? And this is something I wanted to share with the folks. Um, and I said Pete Way, and I'm going to kind of backtrack a little bit. Uh, the Wild, the Willing, and the Innocent. This, this record right here, this is no Michael Shanker on this record, and this is probably one of the best UFO records you will ever hear. And, and, and how crazy is it for me to say, and I've sent it to you guys, Profession of Violence. Oh, yeah. That, that might be the best UFO guitar solo, and it doesn't even involve... Uh, Michael Shanker. That song's cool. So I'm excited. I'm excited to have. Um, I'm excited to have my boys, Pete Way, and also now Izzy Stradlin writing That's songs nice together. Line so up. there we go. I Who's like up that. next? My band kicks. Good pick. Ass. Yeah. My All right, Dougie. So good. Round uh, three. What do you got? Up. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Skip your Troy. Right. Go ahead, buddy. Sir Zildjian's up, sir. Sorry. My next choice. I'm going to go to my vocalist, and it's polarizing. Okay. It's polarizing. 
John Karabi. Oh. I love that move. I, th- nice. I thought about that. I Polarizing. thought about that, Troy. I know, man. Talk about Krabi. I mean, Troy, seriously. Well, I, I mean, he had been in, I think it was the band Scream, Scream prior. Absolutely. Um, does the infamous Motley Crue album, which I got to tell you, man, that was the heviest hitting uh, album from the crew. Preaching to the choir, Rev. You were preaching to the Loved choir. Loved it. Yeah. But a lot of people hated it. Um, and that gave me the opportunity to figure out who Karabi uh, is, what he does. I love his voice. And now, in the Dead Daisies, oh my God, dude, it is straight up hardcore rock and roll and I love it. You know Troy, I thought about this the other day. Whatever Karabi does, I'm probably just gonna I'm gonna dive right in. So whether the this dead daisies thing, I don't I don't know how long, I don't know what the shelf life is on that. That's an interesting thing. They're band. three albums in, right? We, but I know, but we could but they've kinda I mean they just change they change there's a constant change there. So I don't know about the stability of it. I love their last two records, last three records with John. Very cool, yeah. But but I whatever John does, I want I wanna kinda Me I wanna, too, man. I wanna jam on because <laughs> he's just and he's one of the cats that still has the chops. Still has unbelievable the chops. pipes. Love unbelievable. him. Love Karabi. Just, you're looking at you know three of the biggest Karabi fans right here at this. The first vocalist, first lead singer of of the draft so far. Uh, oh, bar- good stat. Buried in Lee in uh, round three is what the a, first lead singer. What a good stat! And it was John Karabi. How about that? All right, now you're up, Lord Pretty Boy. What do you got? All right, here. Let's see. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm I'm actually kind of reeling right now because I didn't think there was any chance in hell you guys would take Izzy Stradlin for. Rhythm guitar. Uh-oh. Are you, is that who you took? Dog? I didn't. Uh, that's I the only. You should have traded up. You should have traded up. Oh, I'm sorry, the Doug. Only one I was but like, bro, we I was were... like, I don't even need to worry about a second one of those. No one's gonna pick Izzy. Sorry, Stanley. not sorry, right? right. Yeah, no, but it's like, but Doug and I are so dialed He's in. Scrambling. Like that. I, He's I on the phone. To you wanna, I can lend him. No, out. no, that's what, he that's could be cool. in your band too. Well, I tell you, I hope I'm not. Well, Kevin already took his, but when we we had our last time here, we talked about some guitar duos. You guys remember that? And Kevin pulled one out that w- w- walked right past all of us. Aerosmith. A- Aerosmith. Dude. Yeah. You're gonna go Whitford, right? I'm you gotta take to. Whitford. You got to, man. Guy. That's great, because, dude. Because when Kevin said that, we were all like, "Oh man!" You know, we're right. all talking Maiden and Priest, which obviously were great. But he, Kevin pulls out Whitford, and he's like, "Yeah, he's right. Joe Perry wasn't Joe Perry without Brad Whitford. Aerosmith wasn't Aerosmith without there you go. those two guys together." And uh, that was a great one, man. And I, I mean, I listened to that, I listened to our edition a couple weeks ago. It's like, man, Kevin pulled that out of thin air, which is always he always freaking does that. He and did good. And the I'm music like, man, he does. Kevin, with- why you always gotta be so smart? But, uh, it, but the it. stuff he does with Derek St. Holmes is, is, is great stuff yeah, as but, well. And let me just it. give kudos to Doug because if he would have taken Izzy Stradlin, I had zero effort. He's, he's got a good backup. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good manager. Like, yeah. I don't need a second. I don't need a Good job, but man. Now the era. Now the era is going to be interesting, but I'll say like Toys in the Attic era. Well, it's say, funny you say that because just yesterday, my pops and I were working in the garage, had Q96 up on the radio really loud, right? I've heard of him. And Dream On comes on. He tells me, about the story where he goes over to his buddy's house and says, hey, check out this new band, Aerosmith, <laughs> and they put on the turntable and, they, and it's Toys in the Attic. Yeah. But Brad Woodford plays lead guitar, I think, on Dream On. Like, it's iconic and he's the lead. There you go. Yeah, about that. So there you go. December 73. Hansberry, yeah. coming up. You. That's And how cool is it that him and his dad have this relationship where they can listen to music? I love that. If we weren't listening to Waylon or Willie, uh, my dad and I weren't listening to shit That was together. like seven right. Bud Lights in, right. by the way. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. All right, Lord of the Thighs, round three. All right, I'm going to go, uh, I'm, I'm going to pick me a, a, a lead guitar player and it was tough for me mm-hmm. all right dude I, I mean because <laughs> i mean when you the the cats that we grew up with you know you got the lynch you got Rhodes, and you already took <laughs> jakey Halen. lee yeah i know yeah <laughs> right. he's on here too but i'm going jimmy you. page there he is whoa for lead guitar so you can kind of, if you kind of look at, at who I've got up here. <laughs> well, there goes your bank I see, account. I see yeah. A for I, don't, go, I don't know yeah. how much cap We're room you have. Yeah, I, I don't I, know how much I, cap I, room you've got yeah, left I know, now right, after exactly. that pick. Money, I'm like the dead daisies. Money's no option. We'll just hire them all. But yeah, Jimmy Page, man. Do you just want me to fill in Robert Plant? I mean, uh, dude, nope, seriously. Nope, I feel like nope. Kevin is like secretly I tried to. Like, and like almost went with Jake. under the table. Look at that list. Dude, you know, just got... pick Zeppelin. <laughs> no. Christ, just <laughs> no. make it let Zeppelin, dude. Almost went Jake and almost went Joe Perry. Well, John yeah, well, Paul Angus Jones. Is like, Angus is like, why the hell am I even well, on in this band? Because this? he's, hey. 
Because he got just a fifth member. He just had to pick somebody. Angus is like, Jimmy Page. Think about it. Oh, I'm thinking about it. I want to see that band. Right. All right. It's 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 awesome slash dick move. I know. What you just did. Yeah, that's what I do. All right. We, cool. So we got uh, we, we we need some lead singers here. Um, Don't you worry about that, Sir Ace. Uh, round four. What do you got? Right, for, first pick. Round four goes to. Well, here's the deal. And I'm going to give Ace. Kevin one more chance to pick a drummer. All right. Oh, he already picked John. Oh, yeah, right, fine. He all right, did. Fuck it. I'm yeah, taking Neil Pert. There it is. There it is. There you go. That a boy. There it is. Uh, and it's quite honestly, I let everybody Bravo. have their round there. It was like a couple rounds. You guys, Jesus, you guys all had a chance. But you're going to put, what would this band sound like, dude? Well, I know. I, <laughs> the, uh, so the era I'm going to pick, I can't even believe. I didn't even write anything for drums. I was just going to kind of play it by ear because I was going to let Kevin pick. I was like, God, there's no way he's going to take, he's going to take Neil Peart. And he, and he didn't. So uh, with Neil... Uh, my first record, the first Rush album I bought was Signals. Uh, I, 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 I listened to uh, Moving Pictures, but the first one I actually had in my hand was Signals. And I also, that same day, bought the Bubblegum record. You guys remember the, rec- the little bu- for my for my dudes <laughs> that grew up in the 80s and stuff? Yeah, so we had the little Bubblegum Signals record. And I think with Neil, I think he's going to add something to my band now. Uh, lyrically, it's going to be a blast with him and Pete Way. I hope they get along. Um, but I think it's going to be kind of cool to see how that works out. But um, so now I have Neil Peart, and now I uh, I have the best band now. So uh, this is <laughs> you got something cooking I'm here. I'm excited for the rest of you to see what you guys well, can pull you off. Of course, you set that band on fire by putting a whiskey bottle in the middle of the table. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> or a syringe. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh, yeah. Sir Zildjian, second right, uh, right. pick of the. All right. So fourth I am going to move on now to rhythm guitar player. Ooh, what's left? I think he'll dig it. Um, I can't wait. It's Robin Crosby from Rat. Oh, my. Mm. Oh, my, right? Troy, it's, it's, this is why. Mm. Yes. I know, man. I love Damn you, it. too. Damn it. What a great pick. The king. What a so great the king. pick. What, yeah. uh, what, what are your, what's your era? What was your favorite Rat era? There's no Rat album I don't love. Um, but what I thought was so cool about Robin is that you probably only saw or experienced a fraction of his capability on stage because he would always lay back and let Warren do what Warren is a master of doing. Um, but man, he would put on a show. He looked cool as hell. Great songwriter. <laughs> Great Amazing songwriter. songwriter. Great Amazing songwriter. songwriter. Your favorite rat songs, when you look it up, when you look on the back of that, you're always going to see Crosby's name on yeah, it, man. You're always, that is a great Damn and it, just a crunchy, rhythmically driven guitar player. And uh, amazing, amazing. This just in, I will trade you. Uh-oh. Oh. No, I'm kidding. The commissioner okay. has to <laughs> sign off on this. We've got the That's awesome. Got, That's, an awesome That's an awesome pick. That's an awesome pick. And really, talk about the glue of a band. Once, it's, there's so many dysfunctional bands. So many dysfunctional bands all uh, from, from the era that we all love. Uh, none more dysfunctional than Rat, and especially even in the last 15, 20 years. Oh, last you week. You gotta wonder what would have happened. I mean, if I think I think it all went to shit when Robin died, man. He just oh, yeah, that was his out. baby, and it was it was kind of his thing. And and then when he passed away, um, you know. And, and let's say this: I mean, everyone talks about it. The, the whole 80s, uh, the 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 way things were going in the 80s. He, that was when AIDS touched. Sunset Strip and, and, and the guys that we looked up to. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to say I wasn't the biggest Queen fan. I, you know, I, I, love play, I love the game and all that stuff. But when, when Robin passed away, it was like that was when it kind of, that's when it really hit home for, for the guys that we grew up uh, idolizing for sure. What a great pick, Troy. Great one, pick. Troy. Kudos. Lord Pretty Boy. All right. Let's see if you like this one. So, Michael, Michael, I'm going with my bass player next, and I'm going back a little ways. I'm going to go Paranoid Era Geezer Butler. There it is. Nice. Talk about somebody nice. that could carry the low end. Oh, you Nobody Kev- could do it. Kevin's flipping you off behind your back. Nobody could do it. Like you. So, I didn't mean to take your bass player, Kev. Dude has one arm. Way to go, Doug. <laughs> Geezer <laughs> Butler. Uh, for those of you that obviously uh, are familiar with with Sabbath, um, you know, what yeah. can you what can you say? I mean, Can't it's go like wrong. it's it's so there. You know, Bill Ward and Geezer Butler um, just carried. 
carried that so heavy. Tony Iommi, obviously iconic in his own right, but man, Geezer Butler's bass work on those albums is just absolutely He let awesome. Tony just go off the deep end. And my, and my buddies, you, you guys have met Joe Dockin, Don, his, his brother Donnie Dockin. So Donnie Dockin had a, uh, a kick-ass Alpine stereo system in his Camaro when we were in high school, and we'd Alpine. listen to Sabbath every single day on the way to school, except for every now and again, I'd be able to convince him to play in one of my cassettes, but he had the Which whole... Was? Which Rat. was usually Dawkins' tooth and nail. <laughs> Good. That's but, Hannon's. Uh, that's Hannon's favorite. Uh, album too, <laughs> by the yeah, way, not. He's looking yeah. at me like, oh god. But uh, but we used to listen to Sabbath literally every day on the way to school, my junior and senior year of high school, and we I listened to their whole catalog dozens of times, um, and uh, and we always we'd crank it up, and he always had his bass trumpet loud so we could hear the bass work, and uh, Geezer Butler, man, that's where it's at. Nice pick. All right, wrapping up uh, the fourth round here, Lord of the Thighs. You got Robert, Robert Plant. Yeah, you want Robert Plant? Are you going to save Plant for the end, or you want uh, John Paul Jones you for, now? You forgot that I need to pick a bass player. Yes, you do. Oh, oh. So John I'm, I'm going to break your heart. You're going to pick. You're going. You're not going to pick Chip, are you? No. Gene. Gene. No. Hold on. No. Chip. Kyle. Kyle. No. I'm Michael thinking. Lee Anthony. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Got Michael Lee Anthony. Fair warning. Right. Great era. Yeah. And, and, and now your backing vocals are See? set for your band. Exactly. As well. Talk about See the iconic. madness here I've got. Yeah. Going. I love it. Man, he's got a. Everybody's got uh, great Yeah, bands. you're right. I've this got no backing sound vocals different. up there at all. All right. This is it. So. Uh, we're, 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 this is the last round. Now, okay. if you uh, you can have if you uh, have an auxiliary musician, it looks like most of you guys do. Um, I'm down to a singer. I'm down to a singer. I'm down to lead vocalist. Yeah, yeah. I'm down to a singer. Yeah. Singers here. Oh, All right, Arch. Well, right? uh, yeah. here's the deal. And now, because the thing about singers, you got to think about it, it's it's like a front man too. You know, it's not just the voice. It's right. the whole stage persona. For for example, I am, and not to spoil it, my pick is Alice Cooper. He doesn't have the best voice, but give me a stage show and let your band do your thing. The snake. That's the a snake great pick. The That's guillotine. That's a great. Pick. What's that? Dead Babies Tour. Yeah. Papa Hansberry. Yeah. Right. Uh, Michael Hannon. You you need to talk to Michael Hannon. Yeah. Right back there, man. <laughs> about Dead Babies. one of the biggest great. Alice Cooper fans I know. Back there. All right. All right. What, All right, do we what do you got? All right. All this right, is your pick. Turn. This is rounding out your your band. Look, your arch. Your singer. Yeah. And this is gonna be good. Here's the deal, and this is this this might not be the most popular choice, but I told you guys at our last show here how much Tesla uh, meant to me. But I I got tickets for two of my buddies that I grew up with, uh, guys that uh, we 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 grew up with Tesla. Our our sophomore, junior, and senior years. That was kind of the soundtrack to 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 our. Our Myrtle Beach trip, yeah. Mm -hmm. Our senior year, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, just going out, going to the mall, it, whatever. It was. It always revolved around Tesla, and we, to experience that sold-out show at Express Live was awesome. I'm gonna go with Jeff Keith, Woo! and the reason I, the reason I'm going with Jeff Keith, nice. I was okay. lucky enough to interview their drummer uh, Troy Laquetta, and off the air, and even on on the air when we were when we were talking about it, we were talking about Jeff. And his voice, so many of the, uh, the, uh, the singers in the bands that we talk about a lot of times, and it revolves around the Sunset Strip or that whole, the whole 80s scene. And, that, and that's, that wasn't Tesla, I'm not saying that, but the, yeah. the bands that we, we like from that era, uh, they all had uh, different sounds, different sounds. Um, I think of Vince, I think of Stephen Piercy, uh, I think of Jeff. A lot of these cats can't do it anymore. No. Mm -hmm. We're looking at a dude in his 60s, Jeff Keith, and, and Troy and I talked about this, where he said, Archie, you would not believe. He goes, to hang out with Jeff all the time, you wouldn't expect these lyrics. Uh, it would almost seem like he has a ghostwriter. That's what he said. And I, at first, I was like, well, that was kind of a dig yeah. at your singer. But it wasn't. He just says, when it's time to write, Jeff goes into a, a zone. And he tries to... To, to just write about stuff that affects uh, the people that buy his music. And, I, and it really touched me. And I always, always loved Jeff Keith. I thought he had a, a different style, a different voice. It really was. And for cats who are uh, claimed to be like a Sacramento, California band, they have a real Midwestern vibe to them. They have a blue-collar vibe to them. And I think a lot of that comes from Jeff and, and his lyrics and the way he sings. So, and, and, and on stage, the way he presents himself... It's still really, really cool. 
it's and it's got that it's what I want from my lead singer, and that's why I'm excited to have Jeff Keith from Tesla being a part of my kick-ass band that's going to beat everybody else. There you go, <laughs> rounding yes. it out. There we go. All right. Sir Zildjian, last pick. What do you Sir got? Zildjian, I am now at my lead guitarist, and we touched on this earlier, the seminal 1987 album from Guns N' Roses. Mm-hmm. So my lead guitarist pick is Slash. Oh. Is. oh, you guys can open for my band. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I mean... You don't get bigger than Dude, the league Slash. And Slash and, 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 and that's just jealousness, man, no, right no, there. And, and Troy, out of all the guitarists of, the, of that era, he still writes great music. The stuff... He's badass, I even, man. I don't even really care that they're talking about the whole Guns N' Roses thing and making a new album. But Velvet we talk, Revolver? We talk about, but we oh talk God. about this, guys. I, I would love for him and Miles to keep making records because I think they're making great music together. Know, Slash man. still writes great songs. It's amazing. The great guy's timeless. Songs. Yeah, man. Yeah, Slash is one of the best. There you go. And Can't we, beat him. We don't talk about him enough. We don't I talk love about him. Slash enough. He really him. should be on uh, the Mount Rushmore from the music that we discuss I every mean, time we have I think about it. Guns N' Roses, Velvet Revolver, Slash featuring Miles Kennedy in mm-hmm. The Conspiracy. Great records. And now Great back records. out on tour with Guns N' Roses. Good God, man. And one of the good guys, from, from what everybody says. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've always heard, I've yeah. heard nothing but good stories about Slash. And he's got yeah. his, his own Guitar Hero game. I mean, how cool is that? That's pretty yeah. rad. <laughs> Have your own video game, unless exactly. you're Tiger Woods. You know what, guys? Cool. Look, just look at this board right now, the oh, way it sits. Look at the guitar duos. You brought that up earlier. Yeah. We should have done this before we did the Pick Your Guitar Duo, homie, <laughs> yeah. because look at you talk about fantasy. Well, we're going to them together. Slash and Robin Crosby together in the same band. Woo. Well, it work, man. I got to know what Doug's going with. I got to know what <laughs> Lord on, Pretty Boy's doing. Well, All right, I had, Doug, what do you got? So I had, I had three singers ready to go, um, and I was going to see how the rest. That's the reason I took the singer last. See, I thought I you would see go how first. the rest of the band shapes that. Well, but you're right? a singer. But That's I know, but Hansberry's like, first, you, you got to get your guitar player. I think the sound comes from. You know, that's why. Yeah, that's you my gotta theory. have the singer to match the sound. The Run band is built around the singer. You know? The singer's the front man, but they're carrying the rest. You know, they're they're bringing the sounds of the band forward and to the. That's people. awesome. You do not have lead singer disease. No. You are breaking so, the cycle. So I so my my three singers that I had on deck, uh, front man are all great front men in their in their eras, um, were David Lee Roth, Vince Neil. And Axel Rose, and I look at my band, and I think Axel. What are you doing? I think Axel's the guy that's going to front this band right Whoa. here. There it is. So, because Axel doesn't need any background vocals, first of all, and I have none up there. None of those guys I've got up there are going to be singing along. Wow. David definitely needs the background vocals, <laughs> although I love him dearly, and uh, and Vince <laughs> definitely needs a little bit of help. Uh, but I'm going to go with uh, Axel, Axel Rose, Rose, obviously, '87 uh, Appetite era. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, right on, dude. Right on. The Ri- I'm going to go with the concert from the Ritz. That Axel, Axel Rose and Geezer Butler on the same that? stage. Oh, a million. Oh. I just watched Mama Ken from that the other day. I watched that, that was before the, the cornrows, I think, I right? No cornrows at that show. No cornrows. <laughs> no cornrows and no right. umpires, uh, yes. Matt, on and, his front And either. Jimmy Fallon didn't bring them on. Yeah, no ki- <laughs> No Jesus. kilt. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. Yes, you're the biggest no. Guns N' Roses fan. That's the first thing yeah. I thought of. Yeah, Jimmy yeah Fallon. exactly. Jimmy Fallon. Good oh, Lord. Lord. He's excited so, about it. What do you think I'm that? really excited Michael, about Michael, what do you think of that? You think that matches up pretty well with that, uh, with that band? You think Axel fits in pretty well with uh You know Whitford? what? My, and I know we're going to talk to Michael here in a little bit. He yeah, has yeah, a great yeah. Axel Rose story. When, when he first went out onto the Sunset Strip, when Michael <laughs> went out, Can you, you'll tell us about it. you got to tell us about when you met him and yeah, right. right on. That's we cool. got one more pick, and we'll get we'll get yeah, Hannon up really, here. It's really badass. All right, this is it. This is the last thing. Uh, it's the last pick, a last singer. What do you got, Lord of the Thighs? Drum roll, please. The Rock. Oh wait, you can't. You only got one arm. Oh, okay. There, okay. Jesus Christ! Oh. Dude, it's brutal. <laughs> Way too soon. The Rock. Steven Tyler is gonna be there my front man yeah, for it. my fucking band, which damn is kicking it. all your asses, you guys. I want. That's I'll give you my band. writer. I'll I'll email it to band. you, so That's you'll be band, receiving Kev. that. The That's bus. A good band. The bus is going to be black with tinted windows. There we go. You guys can ride in the back. And the thing about Steven Tyler. Yes. You. Can I'll take make, him today or back in the day, you, bro. Yeah, you can make the argument yeah. that he is one of the best, and I'm I'm jeopardizing my band's 
victory tonight. No, I understand where you're, where you're he, going. He's, 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 he That's could be why the goat. I picked him, dude. He could be the goat. Yep. He could be the goat, for sure. This is great. That couch over there has got, we got a couple of bass players. We do, yeah. Let's, we have, got them, let's Michael, have them come up come here and have them take Derek a look. Russo? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Michael Hannon. Michael Hannon. Bass player of American So let Michael, Dog. and then ha- I want to hear Derek's take on, on what we picked and Michael as well. Hannon is the only one of the, uh, of the people in this room that are on the board, by the all way. All right. So, Slash couldn't make it. So let's all introduce our bands. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce my band. I have Ace Fraley on lead guitar. I have Pete Way on bass. I have Izzy Stradlin from Guns N' Roses uh, as my rhythm guitarist. I cannot believe Neil, Neil Peart, Peart. Uh, slipped to the fourth round, but he is my drummer. <laughs> that's a good get. Jesus, you guys. And then uh, Jeff, Keith, uh, Jeff Keith is my singer. So that's that's my band. Do you have a band Go name? For it. Go for it. What about a yeah, band name? Kick Ass. No, I don't think I'll think of a name. That's not very cool. Troy, um, Stacy, Sir Zildjian. What, yeah, what do you got recap. there, man? Once again, dude, here is my all-star lineup for a band: Eric Carr on drums, Mike Hannon on bass, John Karabi on vocals, Robin Crosby on rhythm guitar, and Slash on lead. It's a guitar. killer band. That's a killer it's band, sick. Troy. That's a killer band. All right, pretty boy, what do you got? So I'm going to say the name of the bands these guys are from, so the younger people understand how awesome my band is. Mm-hmm. Because I have from Guns N' Roses, Axl Rose. From Van Halen, Eddie Van Halen. From Aerosmith, Brad Whitford. From Black Sabbath, Geezer Butler. And from Ozzy Era, Speak of the Devil, Tommy Aldridge on the drums. So we're talking some of the most legendary bands of the last uh, 50 awesome. years represented. I love heavily. that rhythm section, by the way. That is a good rhythm section That's you got there, great. Douglas. For sure. That's our boy, Lord of the Thighs. What do you got? All right, on Zeppelin. Yeah, no. <laughs> Shut this your ass. This band's called Led Zeppelin. <laughs> you, w- you wouldn't think it, but I put him on rhythm guitar. Just stick with me here. Angus Young. Uh, I've got uh, John Bonham on drums. Jimmy Page holding down lead guitar. Bass guitar goes to Michael Lee Anthony. And then front of the band, the demon of screaming, Steven Tyler. You know, and, and, and honestly, having Steven Tyler go as the... The last pick. It's, That's like Neil Peart going to the fourth round for it you. Really, truly. Because I was sweating man. after he took geese from my bass player and almost knocked him off his stool, but I only got one arm, so I didn't want him to kick my ass in front of everybody. <laughs> well, let's uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, let's let's have our experts. Uh, go ahead, Michael. Go ahead and introduce yourself and, and talk about uh, what, Obviously, what you see. What's I'm, your take? I tell you what, I like this. Before I do it, I, none of my picks made the board at all. So I would like. Whoa, 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 give, whoa, whoa, whoa. I want to say, picks. no, all these people, all of them are good except for the Hannon guy. Uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, uh, let me give you my five since so like expansion draft let's, thing. Yeah, let's hear okay. it. What do you got? Okay. Yeah. Drummer would be Mickey D, best okay. known for his work with Motorhead. Michael, He's this is all going to turn into Motorhead. You're going to no, pick not. the entire fucking Motorhead. Now, hold on. Up. Bass player is Dennis Dunaway from the original Alice Cooper band. Cooper. Okay. Good Come pick. on. One good of the best pick. bass players ever. Rhythm guitar, James Hetfield. There His right hand is the, the, the machine awesome. gun. He's awesome. Lead guitar is Mr. Ted Nugent. And he can do a Gibson Birdland like nobody else. The only other person who ever did it was George Benson. And <laughs> lead vocals, Mr. Ian Gillen. Ah, uh, if purple. you listen to Black Sabbath's there Born Again album, you'll know what I'm talking about. Oh, wow. All right, here's he the deal. He just schooled all of you. I'm just gonna break it. I know oh, Papa Pops Hansberry. Hansberry's. Pops is Pops is gonna have a heart attack before. So we here's leave. the deal. I, I I appreciate that you went with the Alice Cooper route, but I I was really thinking you might go with either. I thought you would respect my Pete way, or I, I thought do. you might I love actually. Pete. But I thought you might go Lemmy because I know how big of a. I a love Lemmy, but he's a rhythm guitar player. But just two strings got cut off. <laughs> Watch this, ladies and gentlemen. That was mic a mic drop. drop. But, um, okay, you, let me yes, review. First of all, Izzy yes. and Ace together, that is genius. Thank Pure you. genius. Oh, my God. But, but as far get, as I'm concerned, what you said was wrong, Archie, because you said you liked Ace in the uh, Destroyer uh, Alive 2 thing. And be quite honest, that's Bob Kulik. So uh, there yeah, you go. Here it comes. Uh, well, yeah, you're a Kiss Alive guy. Is he? You might as well go with Ron Wood because it's the same thing. He's doing the Rolling Stones. Uh, <laughs> Ron, you, uh, yeah. That's my number two, I'll take Ronnie that as a Wood. compliment. Pete Way is a god amongst mortal men. No problem there. Neil Peart, uh, I just wish you'd learn how to play rhythm. And Jeff <laughs> Keith has a great voice. Great guy. 
Yeah, and okay. a great dude. A great dude. I, I, good, right good dude. Yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a great band. It really is. Uh, so there you go. That's my review on I that. I cannot wait till his axle race. I love story. Archie, by the way, but you got to slap him around once in a while. Oh, yeah. Okay. You keep me humble. You keep me humble, Michael. <laughs> Sir Zildjian, Eric Carr. He's great. He just died too quickly. He really is heavy. He brought life back in it because nobody wants to be Peter Chris. Not even Peter Chris. It's kind of like... Uh, uh, was it R the joke Ringo Starr and with his son Zach Starkey and the Who? It's like Ringo's not even the best drummer in his house. Go! <laughs> oh! yeah. yeah. Karabi, fantastic. He was almost a singer in Salty Dog. Did you know that? I did know that. There's a talk about that. Tell, tell Troy. Talk about that. Uh, we'll Wait, do you hear? Should I go through this review first? Or do go? it. Yeah. Nah, go for it. Yeah. Robin Crosby, heroin stupid. Uh, Slash is a god. He has. He's Joe Perry Jr. Okay. Wow. Let's go to Sir Lord Pretty Boy Floyd <laughs> and Eddie Van Halen. I mean, since Hendrix, there's nobody been as good. Uh, Tommy Aldridge is great. I just wish he'd play rhythm a little more as well. Equip that you don't need to play double bass drum in every damn fill. <laughs> Brad Gillis, turn that tremolo off and you'd be better. Geezer Butler is the best there's ever been. And Axel Road is the is one of the best there's ever been. Tell as about well. when, no was is that Michael when you landed out on the Sunset Strip is that when you met Axel? I met and you called show, him by his first name or something. Talk to first tell the show I ever did was I was in a, a really garbage band called Doll, and we played with uh, two shows with Guns N' Roses, one in Orange County where they opened up for us, one in L.A. County where we opened up for them because they were bigger there and we were bigger in Orange County. And they were doing a Rose Tattoo song called Nice Boys Don't Play Rock and Roll for Soundcheck. I walked up to him when they were done, and I said, man, it's so cool to hear somebody doing some Rose Tattoo. He looked at me and said, who the fuck are you? <laughs> uh, I said, my name's Michael. I just moved here from Ohio. He goes, my name's Bill. I'm from Indiana. Don't call me Bill. Everybody calls me Axel. And you're the first motherfucker I ever met that ever heard a Rose Tattoo. Is that there an awesome go. story? And, uh, Second mic drop. We, we got, I got later on in a band called Salty Dog. We got signed to Geffen. They were signed to Geffen. We both had the same A&R man, Tom. <coughs> I can't remember his last name. And uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so we all met and we always saw each other. And Axl Rose gave Salty Dog the stamp of coolness by when they played it at the Cat House. They played Come Along. He danced to it on the floor. So everybody else came out on the floor and danced to it. And they Come Along kind of a local... LA hit. And we talked about the come along, the, the baseline there for Salty Dog. When did you write that? 88. Okay. 87. Is that something you took out to the Sunset Strip with you? Or no, is that I wrote it out there. Yeah. It's classic, man. We, we played the shit out of that One on cue. It right is, man. It's, 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 that's, what, in my, it's not just lip service. Yeah, yeah, that's not lip service. That 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 baseline is is iconic from the era, Michael, for sure. Love it. Hey, let's go to the Lord of the Thighs, man, which is a great song by Aerosmith on their second album, Before the Drugs Destroyed Him. Uh, but anyway, you got two guitar players, Angus and Jimmy Page, who are both sloppy. I love them both, but they're both sloppy as hell, and I like that about them because that's what rock and roll is supposed to be. So I'm with you on the guitar players. Uh, what's John? What's that? John Bonham. Oh, John Bonham. Well, Jesus. Uh, Thank you. What else can you, you say? Nothing can be said about that. Fair Mike, Mike Anthony's fantastic, and there's your background vocals from hell. He is the missing element from <laughs> Van Halen. He's the king of that band. And all those high screams are not Diamond Dave. It's uh, Michael Anthony. Okay, move and Steven on, Tyler move on. Is, is, other than David Lee Roth, those two are the two best front men ever in rock and roll, I would say. There you go. You know what? And, and, and really speak to it, Michael, and I'm just kind of studying it here right now, Kev, looking at your... Uh, the, those vocals you're going to have. You're going to have Michael Anthony and Steven Tyler. That's kind of, yeah. and I'm doing the mind-blown kind of thing. That That's, uh, Kevin, that's a nice touch. Let's have Derek hop in. Uh, Derek, introduce yourself, and, and kind of, we got a, another local musician. I think uh, we've got the rhythm section uh, for the Gypsy Kings in the house now. There we go. So, uh, Derek, introduce yourself, and then kind of tell us what you think of each of our bands, and then we're going to have the crowd vote. Well, I'm, uh, I'm tagging along with Kevin, my uh, drummer that's a little... Uh, under the weather. Yeah, we can see that. Oh, Jesus. I know. One arm. One arm will do that to you. But uh, I, I'm going to take a different approach. I'm going to pick someone from each list That's and cool. make a super-er band. Oh. Yeah. I yeah. love that, Derek. Go yeah. for it. Go for it. Super-er. So, yeah, being a bass player, uh, I'm going to have to pick Pete Way because I love UFO. Lights a bass out. player that can write music, Derek. Yes. I mean, you, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm proud of you guys. Uh, 
drummer, I'm probably going to go with Eric Carr. Hell yeah, baby! Stage show, presence. The great, Fox. Great, great thumber, or drummer Absolutely. in the groove. Absolutely. Uh, vocalist, I'm going to have to probably pick Steven Tyler. You can get a little piano going on there, too. So, mm. you know, excellent stage show. That's a good point. That's a good point. <clears throat> Double dipping. Guitar players. Nothing which beats is, a little Steven Tyler piano. <laughs> would you got it? <laughs> Hansberry. Derek, ignore him. Go. Probably going to pick Izzy. Nice. Well, those are two from my band. Wow. So I win. <laughs> so I fucking win, Wait, right? I'll, I'll, let me back up here. <laughs> yeah. And then probably Jimmy Page. Yeah. Nice. There you go. You, no. Uh, he took Angus, and I get it. But he has, I mean, if you're going to, and, and Kevin, you're making Angus your rhythm guitar player. That's how good, that's how good my band is, dude. I got you. My bad. My that's bad, how fucking Kevin. good my band is, my bro. Bad. My bad. My yeah. bad. I don't come here to, hey, if, I kinda, first your, if you ain't first, you're last, no. baby. No, I, I kind of walked you up to that when I apologize. That was, no, you're right, brother. All right, so here we go. All right, Everybody's so we just do, do just kind of like a little round of applause here. Yeah. Is that we yeah, think yeah, so? Yeah, all right, yeah, all right. We're gonna do right. a little vote. We're gonna do a little quick vote here. We're gonna do a, an audience poll here. All right, so uh, let's hear it for uh, well. Sir Ace Freely. Let's hear it for uh, his band here, huh? Oh, oh, wah, my god. oh my god! Sir Zildjian, Troy Stacy, owner of. You can't vote for yourself, Troy. We're gonna give it to the owner. This is what's happening. Lord, Lord pretty Collusion. boy, the Floyd. Collusion. What do you think? Lord, Lord, pretty boy. On Eddie, Eddie Van Halen. All right, good job, Doug. Lord of the thighs. He's got. <laughs> there we go. It's a tie. It's a tie. We all, we're all winners. Well, I know what band didn't win. Mine. <laughs> Fucking sucks, dude. I thought I had it, it sucks going, going on. first. I thought I had it going I want to hear my album. I, I oh. want to know when my album's That's coming right, out exactly here with this yeah. band. I want to well, see you, any of us try to get any of these guys in the studio together. If, if they're not getting Eddie Van Halen to come out and play with Axl Rose, well, yeah. You if, you you're not get, if you're not going to get Led Zeppelin back together, I, I think uh, <laughs> I think Kevin's rhythm section's pretty much fucked, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, all right. So that's that. And who won? So basically, it's the owner. It's, I think I think your band. I think won. Troy won. I, I, I think, think Troy, Troy won. Yeah, Troy well, I think you won, Troy. You get a twenty-five dollar gift card to Craft and Vinyl. Congratulations! Yeah. Yeah. Drink up all the problems. But it's yeah. only good on Tuesdays after four. Um, <laughs> first off, thank you so much, guys. This is going to be a fun listen. I think for the listener. Uh, we'll, but we'll it was, that was that was that was really cool. And and I think it's. Uh, we picked our favorite bands. We yeah. picked our favorite musicians, and I, I think that's what we knew. Uh, honestly, you think about the names. I mean, guys, Robert Plant's not on our list, and we all know. And, and thank God you kind of saved us there, Kev, with the Steven Tyler, because, I mean, he needs to be on the list. The dude's on the, Mount, he's on the Mount Rushmore. Joe of, Perry should be up there for And he should be, too. too. A lot of people are missed on this. These are basically us picking our, our favorite bands, and I thought it was awesome. Troy, that you went with uh, with Carr. I mean, I mean, Eric was it, he was so he was he was so awesome. And and Karabi is uh, and that's almost kind of in the same line. I am. Well, it is. Well, the thing is, the thing is, if you think about it, uh, Troy. I mean, with me going with Jeff Keith. I mean, you're kind of just you're picking those guys that you you love the most. And we do have to take care of uh, some business. That's right. Uh, just go to iTunes, hit subscribe right there, rate and review us because of all these fancy algorithms. Uh, when you do that, other people will discover us. So that's very helpful to us. Spread, uh, you know, spread it. The you know, word of mouth is uh, is very helpful. Uh, but we're also on uh, other platforms. Just look for us on your favorite podcasting app. Uh, here we go, gang. Uh, for the Knights of the Rock Table, uh, Troy, Stacy, and everyone uh, here at Craft and Vinyl, give yourself a round of applause. I am Arch Madness, and this has been Vinyl Analysis. Stay frosty. I love Archie, by the way, but you got to slap him around once in a while. Oh, yeah.